Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Weight Loss in the Mind. Think fit, be fit. I'm your host, Scott Patton. And joining us as, as she does every week is Mia St. Obey. Hey, Mia, how are you doing? I'm great, Scott. How are you doing? Good. Welcome to the show. So thank you. Thank you. We have um, two types of people in the world. We have uh, one friend I have who's a really good uh, example of that. Uh, lost a ton of weight, like 230, 40, 50 pounds over wow. a two or three year period. Yeah. And then, of course, so she's one of the people that does things big, right? Obviously. And mm-hmm. she lost this weight and then she put on, I don't know how much, some weight, but not hundreds of pounds, right? Not even mm-hmm. 50, I don't mm-hmm. think. And then she was, you know, she was. Compl- you know, complaining or telling me, however you want to look at it, about it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like a week or two later, I see her and she says, yeah, I lost like 20 pounds since I told you I had gained that weight. So I've lost 20. I've got a little bit more to go, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, wow, like she just, she can put it on by, you know, looking at a cupcake and she can take it off by not looking at a cupcake, right? <laughs> yeah. you know? And and I'm kind of one of these guys, if I'm not careful, I'll put on 10 pounds every two or three years and I can't, and I don't go back, right? So I keep trying mm-hmm. to go back, and, and uh, which I think is the op- opposite side. It's like, you know, I do hot yoga, I eat well, I do this, I do that, I, you know, I talk to you every week. And, yeah. and it's just like, I lost one pound in two weeks. I'm so excited, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. and then I turned to my friend, oh, I lost 20 pounds. And I just, I said to her, like, how did you do that? And she said, Oh, I stopped eating coconut ice cream every day. Yeah. <laughs> you like one? Are you kidding me? One thing? <laughs> yep, that was what put it on, and that's what took it off, right? So I think it would be really kind of cool to go through a kind of a, a bunch of reasons why people don't lose weight, and maybe we can absolutely. Someone, someone listening can say, "Yeah, that's me," and then of course mm-hmm. we'll have a little suggestion that will help. And of course, I'll I'll be looking for lots of suggestions. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just the thing. Like, there's so there are a bunch of reasons, but at the same time, everything's cumulative, right? So mm. it's not your friend might have thought it was just the coconut ice cream that took it off, and you know, maybe that was just an excess of sugar that she was getting every day. But typically, it's a bunch of things rolled into one that actually are very very simple. Oh, good. So it doesn't have to be, yeah, I mean, and that's what you and I preach every time we talk, you know, yeah. keep it simple, keep it simple all the time. And it really doesn't have to be as difficult as, as you want or as people say it is. Mm. So, you know, at the top of my head, there's a there's a bunch of them, but I think, you know, we can go over some of the main ones for sure. One of them would definitely be practicing portion control. Okay. So what I mean by that is not necessarily like you're eating – you might be eating way too much at one sitting. That's, that's one. But the other thing, too, is you're not eating the right amount of portions for each category of food. So, for example, a lot of the intake forms I see with nutrition, a lot of people are getting in a bunch of fruits and veggies and, you know, carbohydrates just like uh, oatmeal and things like that. But very few do I see with a lot of protein. So by portion control, I mean getting the right amount of portion of protein, direct to carbohydrates, uh, carbohydrates in the forms of fruits and vegetables, and then your healthy fat. So really quick, you would want like a palm size of protein, two thumb sizes of fat, a scooped out handful of veggies, a scooped out handful of fruit. Um, and then if it's right after you work out, you can get like 
maybe even like a little quarter of a cup or a scooped out handful of starchy carbohydrates. And that's what you can practice. Practice that three times a day, so three main meals with those portions. Uh, but you didn't say uh, scoop out a handful of ice cream. No, You missed miss that one. <laughs> but that's, you know, and that's the thing, too, if you keep a food log, Another reason why you're not losing weight is if you're not tracking what it is that you're doing. I do. I used to do this a lot. Um, I, you know, I cut out sugar, like all sugars, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, I'm not that bad. The amount of sugars that I, even if it's like raw, real, raw, raw sugar, I would put two, like a thing of it in my coffee. I'd have two coffees a day. Um, I put sometimes honey in it. I put a little bit of sometimes honey in my shakes. Like it just adds up and you really don't realize it because you're not tracking it. Right. That's, that's so true. Cause it's like, Oh, yeah. I hardly ate anything today. But if you would watch the person, they had this before, when they got up, they had this for breakfast. They had this on the, in the car on the way they had this yeah. for lunch. They had this for their snack between lunch. They had this for the snack between snacks. Then they had dinner. Then they had, uh, you know, they rummaged through the, the cupboard at night, mid, you know, in the evening, and then they rummaged through a second time at midnight, and then they went to bed, right? So, and, and but I didn't eat anything, right? I don't know. You, or you another main reason is they're not eating enough, right? Mm. And so a lot of times people have a really, really big lunch and a big dinner, and that's it, but they looked throughout the day, and they hardly ate breakfast. They didn't eat anything in between. They went six hours before the uh, they ate another meal in between, and they feel really full. So they think, no, I ate a lot of food. I really did eat a lot of food. Um, but if you track exactly how much food you really did eat, then you'll find it's not very much. Right. So we go into a starvation mode, and our body thinks we've got to hang on to all of this fat because we're going to need this stored energy for later, which is, of course, what happened for millions of years as we wandered around the savannas in Africa, right? Well, it's definitely that, absolutely. But at the same time, you're throwing your hormones out of balance, too. And if your body's not at, like, a homeostasis level where everything's working the way it should be, you know, you've got, you're getting enough nutrients, you're getting everything that you need into your diet, then your body will function the way it needs to. You look at top athletes, the reason why, you know, they can get the results that they, they're looking for is because they are top-notch when it comes to their nutrition. So their body's getting everything that they need. So if you're not eating, yes, you can, you're going to gain on to fat, or you're going to hold on to it, sorry, but you're also not going to be at a level where your body's functioning as best as it can. Right. So that's another aspect of this whole thing is if you've got a finely tuned machine, uh, then yeah. it's, it's going to work a lot better. It's going to burn off that extra fat easier than if you've got a... Uh, you haven't done an oil change in four years, and the, the tires are bald, and the brakes yeah. are uh, not working, and no transmission fluid, and all those sort of things. Exactly. I love using the car analogy all the time. It relates so well to weight loss and fitness. You know, it's like if you're not, if you put, I don't know, ten bucks worth of gas in your car, and you try to try to drive for a day, how far are you going to get? Yeah. It's the same thing with your body. If you try it, you know, you put. One meal in your body a day and you're working and you're stressed out and your boss is driving you crazy and then you try and do an hour and a half spin class at the end of the day and you wonder why you feel like crap and you're not losing any weight. Well, you're not fueling your machine. Yeah. One of my friends uh, was working on – one of my son's friends was working on his truck. And the one thing that he forgot – and I'm not sure because when my son told me the story – 
he might have said he he didn't think he needed it was transmission fluid. So anyway, he gets his girlfriend, gets in the truck, starts driving, and four miles later, the engine basically goes. And, yeah. <laughs> and it was, that would be me. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, oh. And, of course, he knew because he'd been working on it. He just – I think he really just forgot. And it yeah. was just like, yeah, so you can be really working good, you know, really hard to get everything oh, right. And, do, and you miss one little piece, and the thing just blows up in your face. And that's what I mean. Like, it doesn't have to be that complicated. You know, eating three meals a day with the right portion is not that complicated. You know? It yeah. really isn't. You just – do it. And some days that you're not going to like doing it. And I don't like cooking every day. I'll t- every day. I'll tell you right now, it drives me nuts. <laughs> but you do what you got to do, you know, and suck it up. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So um, another one of the main reasons, too, that I talk a lot of people about is just not getting enough sleep. You're just, oh, it's yeah. so, and I should be talking because, you know, I could definitely focus on my sleep a lot more. So I'm not any different. <laughs> I try to be better. At least I'm aware of it. Um, but, you know, you you definitely need, let's just say, at least seven to eight hours of sleep at night. You know, maybe some people need a little bit less. But we're not talking about going to bed at midnight or going to bed at 2 a.m. consistently once in a while. You know, you know, sometimes you have to work later. You're out having fun. But if you do that consistently, that will be such a big reason. And especially for women, we hold that type of hormone. You'll see it in your legs and you'll see it in your stomach. If you're not getting enough sleep, if you want to lose your belly, get some more sleep. Mm. Like that will make such a big difference right away. And, I'm, you know, if you want to try anything, get your meals in, three main meals a day with a portion, and get to bed between 10, 30, and 11. That's it's really good that. advice. I mean, and the problem yeah. with that is it's not hard. Like, I really want something that's challenging. Mm-hmm. You know, I want yeah. to be, run five more miles. I want to hear that. I don't want to hear rest and go to sleep. Right. I know. <laughs> you know what? And it's such a good point, too, Scott, because that, I mean, that was me, too. Like, tell me what to do. Make it hard. And, you know, if I, I worked, when I was working as a personal trainer, if I worked 12 hours a day and I worked out for three hours, like, that was a good day. And I was a great citizen, you know, because I worked my butt off. But it does not have to be like that. And you don't have to work yourself until you're sick to get results. Right. Right. And, and it may be that, so sometimes less is more, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think we talked about that sometime during the summer. Um, you know, that deserves to be talked about again, too. It's, it's true. Like, you know, be another reason if you're doing the same workout consistently all the time, you know, the spin classes and those kinds of things are great. Like they definitely, they do work in energy system. They get you typically pushing harder than you would on your own. But if you're just doing that all the time and just that, you might be overtraining and it's not specific to your goal. So it's not exactly what you need specifically. Yeah, it can be fun. Do it once in a while, like a couple times a week, once a week, plus your, your regular training program that's been made specifically for you. But you don't want to do overkill, mm-hmm. you know, and just do the same thing all the time. Right. So the opposite of that, which I think is probably in our bunch of reasons why, is yeah. not doing enough. Like, oh, I took the dog for a walk for 15 minutes today, and I do that once a week. And I should, you know, be, I'm exercising lots. Yeah, I completely agree. When I first started running cross-country for Ottawa U, um, <laughs> when I was still going back home for the summers, instead of staying here and training with the team, you know, I wouldn't work out for two days, and then I'd look at the schedule, and Wednesday was an off day, and I'm like, sweet, I get an off day. 
And my mother, my mother's like, but you haven't done the other workouts, so you'll really get an off day. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll never forget that. But you're so right. I mean, you know, I believe deep down, you know, if you're pushing yourself hard enough or not, if you're doing too much or not. And you're right. Like we can convince ourselves of anything, really. Like we bargain with ourselves every day. We do. I walked up the stairs twice. That's good. It's so true, and we're all guilty of it. (laughs) So instead of the 15-minute stroll, we want to make sure we're doing about, you know, 30 minutes to an hour where we're getting our heart really kind of moving. Yeah, and if you don't have, like, if you find you only have 15 minutes in a day, you can get a killer workout in at 15 minutes. Like, you know, I can make anyone puke in 15 minutes. (laughs) Um, So. If you don't have a lot of time, if you're like me, you just really like to get your workouts over and done with, make sure you're doing, do one of the workouts that I posted. All of those are in elastic, elastic uh, energy system. So meaning you're building up a lot of lactic acid in your system. So you're working in an energy system where you're burning body fat. Mm. So if you don't have a lot of time, do some sprints, do a circuit, do something that's going to, like you said, get your heart rate up and get your the blood flowing and get some lactic acid building up in your body. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, another reason I think there are a lot of people who don't get enough vegetables, and you know, I sound like every every walking commercial ad out there, but it's so true. And you can eat as many as you want of them. You know, like there's there's hardly any calories in them. Um, but again, it all has to do with your body getting the right amount of nutrients that it needs to fuel and to feel good. So if you're not getting those amount of nutrients, especially with vegetables. Um, you won't find that you'll lose weight as easily as you think you should. So if I'm a binge eater, I should be binging on vegetables and lettuces and celery and cabbage and yeah. all that sort of good stuff, not on sugary sweets and ice cream. Absolutely. And, you know, for example, Matthew and I today had a salad and bacon-wrapped um, asparagus. Unbelievable, by the way. So good. And sometimes, you know, I'm like, oh, it's kind of boring sometimes, and I don't really, like, I love bacon wrapped asparagus, but salad every day, you know, whatever it is, what it is. But you know that it's going to make you full, and you know you're going to be more satisfied and happy with yourself after having eaten something like that instead of, you know, something that's not so good for you. So it is going to make you full, so just kind of shut your brain off and eat it, and you'll feel good after. (laughs) Right. And that's the whole point is that you, is you are feeling full. You're just not getting the sugar addiction looked after. That's the problem. I find that's a really big thing. You know, really pay attention to your sugars this week or for the rest of the week, um, how much you're eating, what you put into it. Try and cut some of them out. You'll really, really notice. And, you know, I'm a firm believer if you cut it out for a little bit, it takes some getting used to, but, yes. but you do, and you don't miss it. Like, you'll, you'll be fine. And I think what happens too is if you, if, because I've had a few friends that have said, you know, I've just gone cold turkey on sugar and they've gone through withdrawal. And, uh, but you know, like a month or two later, it's like, I can't, I can't drink a Coca Cola or I can't have like an ice cream because you're now sensitive to it, right? And then you realize mm-hmm. how bad it is. Like my, mm-hmm. my heart just pile, pumps like crazy or I'm, I'm running up the walls or I'm just super hyper or whatever the different, you know, they have different responses when they, when they mm-hmm. go back. And we're just so used to it. Or, and yeah, and you're just, it tastes funny. You're like, I've done that. And you're just like, oh, my God, that's sweet. Like, I can't believe I used to eat that. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah. It's, oh, my God, that's sweet, right? 
<laughs> I drink a shake every uh, every morning that's made out of all the worst tasting superfoods and vegetables crunched up uh, into powder <laughs> yeah. form that you can possibly imagine. And I've been doing it for like three or four years on a very, mm-hmm. very regular basis. And uh, I'm now, I'm used to it, right? And it doesn't, I mean, I don't, I just ignore the taste now. I mean, there's no yeah. way I would even say it tastes good. But it doesn't taste as bad as it tasted in the beginning. And yep. uh, a friend of mine was over and I was making this. And so she reached over and had a sip and made a, just a terrible face. And I says, yeah, that's, you know, that's really good for you. And, yeah. to, you know, to her credit, she had another drink. <clears throat> And I said, yeah, this is something it took me three years to get used to. So I'm not surprised to see, a, you know, a sourpuss look on your face. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, too, like, yeah, for lack of a better word, it might suck sometimes. You might not love it all the time. But the fact of the matter is, like, if you get used to just eating clean and eating a healthy diet consistently, then you can have some cookies once in a while and you can have some ice cream. You can have some French fries and a burger. It's not going to kill you. You get to a level where you're maintaining yeah. what you've accomplished. But, you know, in you so many find, ways, you got to earn it. And you also find you're less – it's not, yeah, I could, but I don't want to anymore mm-hmm. too, right, mm-hmm. because we've made mm-hmm. that change. And I'm yeah. sure if you go out to a really nice restaurant or something and they bring along a sherbet as a palate cleanser between, you're not going to you know, put your nose up. You're just going to enjoy the meal. But it's, uh, it's a totally different thing. That, in my opinion, being like that compared to yeah. what happens to me oftentimes at 8 o'clock, which is I'm rummaging through all my empty cupboards looking for a chocolate bar or something because I'm mm-hmm. going to that, that craving. Yeah. Well, and then that's when you can just have a shake of myself, right. like, because, yeah, it tastes really good. And, uh, and helps I with the craving. I put a sign up <laughs> in my cupboard pointing to my Vaisalus shake, because I never think of that, right? Colin says the same thing. Just have a Vaisalus shake and you'll be fine, you know? And, and I have to say that when I'm on a routine of having a Vaisalus shake between 4 and 8, uh, mm-hmm. I, I notice the weight drops off, so... Mm-hmm. It's a really good thing to do. Routine, that is for sure. I mean, I could talk to you about off about all of these cuts. So I don't know if you wanted to <laughs> save some more for next time, or. <laughs> well, we are kind of getting to. I can't believe it's it's. Uh, we're almost through through uh, this session, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the show. Let's let's do that. Let's talk about a few more of these next week because I think this two. is really really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you do a lot of coaching, and you're you're coming out with a new uh, membership website soon, Mia. So, do you want to just let everybody know how they can get a hold of you if they want to ask you about the, um, you know, some of the things maybe that's uh, keeping them from losing their getting to their ideal weight? Absolutely. My new website will be runyourlifecoaching.com, and currently that actually just links up to my fan page where a lot of people send me questions and ask, you know, this is what I'm working on. Can you help me out with this? So I do have an online coaching program and uh, drop me a line. Let me know what it is that you're working on and I can let you know how I can help. You can also email us at runyourlifecoaching at gmail.com and uh, definitely listen in every single week to the podcast because that gives you tons of free information and then you can see what I'm all about and how I can help you out. Wonderful. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Thank you for being on the show, Mia. I really appreciate you. And we'll see you all next week. 